Hello, welcome to Who Put Us in Charge. This is Annie and River, two sisters, um, just meeting up at the late, late time of the day to have a chat. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> thanks for joining us. How are you doing, River? I'm good. Thanks, Annie. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's nice to sit down and talk with you, even if it's late at night. Yeah. So, yeah, what's new with you? Well, um, I just, I had like a really busy day, but it felt like a fun, you know, a day with variety. I feel like those are nice days, even though I tend to I'm like a squirrel kind of. I definitely think I have some attention problems. So uh, there's good to having things on the schedule. But yeah. it can also like throw me off. I, yeah. I have I had some photography stuff today, which was fun. I did a photo shoot with a really, really sweet, good friend here. Um, and she supports In St. Louis. Annie's in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Yep. It was just one of those like, like dreamy, like the light was dreamy and she was just really like, um, positive and joyful and full of light. And oh, nice. Yeah. And there's just been some like coincidences today and yesterday, which is fun. Like, um, nothing to get totally, I guess I recently heard to stay humble. If you have like synchronicities to not be like, oh, I'm like, so spiritual and doing it all right yeah like <laughs> oh this means I'm, I'm like doing it <laughs> <laughs> i'm in my flow i'm in my alignment <laughs> right yeah so right. Uh, what were your synchronicities i'm so curious well i well some of it involved my friend that i photographed and then some other stuff and so maybe i was witnessing hers but then for me, I did like this hypnotherapy session yesterday because I've been feeling really, really blocked. Like it's hard to describe, but you know, I've been like facing fears, uh, just kind of frozen at times yeah. and not moving through things. And um actually picked up a Brene Brown book, The Atlas of the Heart. And she she just, you know, she's really good with the emotional language and and mm -hmm you know, identifying your emotions and yeah, she's like this whole vocabulary of like emotions in the book. And she's talking about avoidance as one. And I was like, that's it. I've been oh. in avoidance for like, <laughs> I don't know, months, a year since I lost this like job. Years. I think I've been in avoidance for years. You think so too? It, so yeah. Do you resonate with that? Oh yeah. Oh, it's for so sure. easy to be like Netflix. <laughs> I'm going to just avoid anything. And I'm so tired. I've worked hard as a mom today and done some mm -hmm. work for my business. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm going to avoid this other stuff that's heavy or. That yeah. That really needs attention. Right. So. Like checking my bills because I have a lot of fear about money. So I've got all my bills stacked up in a cubby. But yeah. yeah so, okay. So you read so about avoidance. avoidance. So avoidance and um, so basically reading Brene Brown, though, and where was I going with that? Oh, your coincidences the, today. Well, the, the, but the hip, yeah, so the hypnotherapy. So basically I went to the hypnotherapy, um, not because of the avoidance thing that I kind of was reading about after the hypnotherapy. Um mm. But it's just like to give paint the whole picture, like I've just been in this state for a while and I've had these fear blockers with um, the photography and just being a businesswoman like full on and taking it on mm. and being productive and all this stuff. Making money. Yeah. Getting, yeah. Having the money come in. Yeah. Yeah. Or being an empowered mom even and trying to balance both. And when like one is more needed at the time, right. using my voice in either way and boundaries and all this stuff. So I went. And had hypnotherapy with a sweet um, uh, friend, you know, I, I could call her a friend, but she was a yoga teacher. She trained me and she's just a really a safe space. And I did hypnotherapy with her in the past for the uh, birth of my third child just to get over some blocks. 
So what you, what is hypnotherapy? What does she do? So she basically said, she I actually learned that yoga nidra takes you to a deeper state of your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody's done hypnotherapy, uh, or sorry, yoga nidra, it's a it's a wonderful like guided meditation and like the yoga practice, which was happened to be the first way that I ever meditated. I don't want to say successfully, but the first time I experienced like a real feeling from a meditation was Nidra. Yeah, I did yoga Nidra where you do the breathing where you block the nostril off. So it's like you breathe in through one side of the nose and close off the other side. And then like, so there was a lot of breathing at the beginning of the yoga Nidra. Oh, where and then and then we went into so we did this like whole breathing thing for a while. I oh. think we were sitting up for that. Then we laid down and oh. went through the whole yoga nidra, like relaxing each part of the body. That's what you do, right? Relax each part of the body. Well, somebody guides you through it. Somebody has to guide you. So it is similar to mm-hmm. hypnotherapy. So did mm-hmm. the, did somebody guide you through like all yeah. the body parts and like yeah, you they call out like yeah the body parts which. Very yeah. similar. So this person does Nidra also as a yoga teacher. So she's just well-versed. And then she did my hypnotherapy in a similar way. But I guess it takes you to um, like a more subconscious version of yourself where like healing can happen. Oh. But it's not as deep. Like she said, it's not as deep as Nidra, which I was actually surprised about. I thought maybe hmm. hypnotherapy would be deeper um did you want to be as deep as nidra <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> i mean yeah i need some like i am like i am this like instant gratification like just fix me do it action oriented and nobody else yeah. that's like another synchronicity another woman said this today in this book club meeting that she just wants things she doesn't want the passive slow like going to therapy didn't work for her because it takes a long time and she just like wants to do these things. Um, yeah. So I feel like I resonated with that. Like hypnotherapy, I go in, I spent a couple hours with her. I felt very zonked out, like much more than when I do Nidra. Like when I came out of there, I should not have been driving a car. Like I, oh, wow. not, I was so heavy and deep. Wait, so what? So she guided you into this meditation with talking, like relaxing your body, or with music? With just her voice, and she has a very soothing voice. So we talked for a while about like what's going on with me. And then I wrote down some of the things I wanted to, to release and let go of, and then the things that I wanted to bring in. Mm-hmm. And she did like a handwriting analysis, which was really interesting. <laughs> let me just tell you like the main thing that came from it. She gives me a piece of paper. <laughs> this is describing me in a nutshell. The Virgo, the whatever. I filled that page in, top to bottom, corner to corner. And she goes, what's interesting, the first thing you <laughs> notice is there is absolutely no space on this paper left. She was like, you do not leave any space for yourself, for others. Like, where's the space in your life? And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Wow. And oh, I do. Gosh. I feel... Every minute of my day, even if it's like, oh, I'm going to go meditate. It's like planned to go actively <laughs> <Sorry>. like meditate. <laughs> and your kids always like, I know you're, they're yeah. younger. You've got younger kids, but they love attention from you for sure. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I just like laughed and like cried also. And so she, um, <laughs> she walked me through. So she just guided me. She just you know, had me lay in this recliner and I thought of mom because she loves recliners and (laughs) just did, it was almost like Nidra though. So in Nidra, you start with like the body parts and she, you know, she had me breathe, take a few deep breaths and then like release to natural breath. And then she called out all the body parts, like your first, your big toe, your second toe, your third toe. And she goes all the way through your body to your, Hmm. you know, the top of your head all the way through. And then it is. It's like if you've seen Office Space, one of my favorite movies, and he gets hypnotized. Did you ever see that movie? No. <laughs> have you, have you've never seen this movie? No. Oh my gosh. Everybody needs to see this movie, Office Space. It's like an old classic. 
And they like demolish a printer because they're so angry at like working this office job. They like take a bat to it when they're fired. <laughs> this guy, he gets hypnotized because he's so sick of this office job and he's just miserable and unhappy. And he gets hypnotized. <laughs> but in the middle of his hip hip like the hypnotherapy, the guy dies. The the hypnotherapist <gasps> dies. So oh my God, that's terrifying. I'm getting I can give it Why am I laughing? <laughs> like, no, but it's a comedy. It is meant to be funny. It's terrible, but he's just like falls over and dies. And like the guy is so blissed out, he doesn't even care. And his, his girlfriend <laughs> screaming at him. She's like, Would you help? He's he's like on the floor. Get help. And he was just in the whole movie. So he's like, he didn't give an F about anything from that point on. For the whole rest of the movie? The whole rest of the movie, and it's hilarious. Well, that's a little extreme. He's hypnotized for <laughs> So that didn't happen to me, but I was, I was like, so heavy and relaxed that for the day, I, I did basically, like, with the kids, I was like, I don't know, whatever. Wait, so what, did, what came out of it? Did you feel like you were in your subconscious? So when... I was aware the whole time. It's almost like... Um, not like you're dreaming, but it's it's like a guided meditation. So she took me through the breath, the body. And but my point was, if you've seen that movie, he's like, I'm going to count backwards from 10 to zero and 10 will feel like you're in an aware state, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he, she goes down and same in the movie, he goes down to like zero and by zero, you're at a subconscious level, but you're aware of what's happening and you'll respond to me. And, and she does, like, a snap of the finger. So when she gets to zero, she'll snap. But she does this, like, crazy, like, it's like this, like, clap snap. <laughs> this, and is, you're just... this is the woman that you were with today. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And they did this in the movie, too. He does a similar thing. So that gets you into this subconscious state. But she guides you through it, saying this is how it feels at 10. This is how it feels at 9, 8, 7, 6. She might have started at 5, but I feel like it was 10. And so once you're in this state where she's kind of like helping you, it's like she walked me through um, almost like a guided meditation. Like I remember there was a tree I and I, I maybe I don't remember everything specifically that she said, but I do have the recording, but there was a mm -hmm. tree and there were roots and I was the tree. And I do remember like a hawk flying above the tree. We had talked about hawks, like she's having hawk symbolism in her life, which was crazy, mm -hmm. like a lot of hawks. Mm -hmm. And she brought this up, the hawk thing. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm having hawk stuff too. And um, and then she took at like the most significant part was I remember her walking me down a path and there was like a golden figure down the path and it was me. And so I was like going to meet myself. And we realigned oh. and we came together oh. and it was like my, like the higher part of myself, the true part of myself was there and I reconnected. And wow, did you feel different when you met yourself? I mean, I think it, it, it felt <laughs> really good. It, it was weird. But yeah. I mean, I feel like I felt yeah. different. I, I've, I have felt different since this yesterday. Like I feel clear oh, wow. inside. I don't know how to explain it. And I just think it was just what I needed. Um, yeah. And she did do like a, you know, she did that like, not the bubble around you. I don't know if a bubble is the right word, but where you have like this, this golden white thing surrounding me so I can like have my boundaries. And when I need my space, it's there. And I yeah. see my loved ones outside of it and they can come yeah. into the bubble sometimes, but Sometimes they're outside of it and they're still fine. And I'm oh. you're taking care of myself in the bubble or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I've basically found meditations like that on my own that are really helpful and I like. So Yeah. Um I mean, so that so I thought that did, was what was the synchronicity that happened? So did you learn anything? I'm so curious. Well, did I learn anything in the hypnotherapy? Um, yeah. So there was a secret. <sighs> There's a synchronicity, but I don't know if I can share this. But let's just say that someone I know mentioned something about um, an experience they had where they saw golden figures and um, like 
that the oh, next morning that, talked about oh. an experience where they like they almost saw the truth of the world in in this experience they had and there were golden figures and the myself that I met was a golden figure shape was, and that was like so was the, the day before did the hypnotherapist like make you gold or did you see it as gold she I I'm not sure but I think she said I was gold I think she said that yeah um that's interesting but it was like it felt really it was like a really easy image for me to see like I remember seeing my golden figure Mm -hmm. um and then like the hawks were a strong symbolism of synchronicity because I keep having the hawk stuff and I was wearing my hawk necklace that we both got yeah and then then yesterday then today I had a um a book club and a lot of stuff came up with like the Brene Brown book because that was the book no we way. read. <laughs> and we talked about like healing of the self and uh-huh. working on the self. And I was like, this is crazy because I, and this one girl was so curious. She was, she's like, I just feel like I'm missing out on something. What are people doing? Like, is there a big secret? What are, what are people doing to work on the self? And, and I shared my story much more briefly than this like I had hypnotherapy and it was called like uh, aligning myself with myself or something like that and she was just like oh my gosh and very curious and interested but that was the other synchronicity and um and then my friend that I photographed I saw her outside with her dog talking to another neighbor and her dog and then um, shortly after I, I went back and I picked her up for our photo shoot and she mentioned to me about talking to this other neighbor and something they talked about that was like a Freudian slip and it was like really helpful for my friend's business. And then as we had the photo shoot and my friend shared that this was like a special park to go to and I, I was going to take her somewhere else. And then I decided on this park and she was like, this is a really powerful park for me. Something special happened here. And then we did the photo shoot and we were leaving and then up walks the other neighbor that she was talking to that morning that like gave her this like epiphany idea for her business. And then we were oh all just my standing goodness. there talking wow. and it was like, what? this is crazy. We're all in the same space. And so it was almost like my friend's synchronicity, but I was there to witness it. Yeah. So that was cool. You know, it just, it's like these things that make you feel like whether or not it's a coincidence or not, it feels good. And it's happening when I'm in the light and I'm open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you're, you're, yeah, like you're not as stressed. You feel like you're in that trust zone. And right. you're in that spirited zone and you're just in the like going with what you want to do in the flow and the happy, excited, what would make me Yeah. You, you were doing you were doing things you really wanted to do. Like for one, you treated yourself to the hypnotherapy. And yeah. I know money has been like a stress for both of us. And um <laughs> for the if you didn't listen to our last podcast, I'm door dashing <laughs> and on occasion Annie's door dashing on the side. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> and um again i'm still trying to figure out if i make money when i door dash or if i just run around and spend all the money i make on gas and then the gas, tax, yep. I, I could get mm-hmm. paid before taxes <laughs> well, you, like, you won't know you're not going to get my accountant said you're not going to she was like you're not going to get taxed on this it's so little like every time i ask <laughs> well, her if i should report track. the money <laughs> she's, like, she's like you're a child babysitting right now <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny um so i um i know like you have to yeah you have to make a certain amount to pay taxes but then also all that miles you drive you can write off too so keep track of your miles i don't know if you've done that right um so uh yeah that's really fun that you were in the flow and you're feeling good and you're yeah you treated yourself to the hypnotherapy and it's it's almost you're nurturing your spirit and then your spirit feels like worthy and then all these beautiful synchronicity synchronicities happen with people that you enjoy being around happen right and yeah. it's like i i just would love to be in that space all the time 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know, is it like an excuse to be like, but I have like life stuff to do and you have to do the busy work. And it's like, but do we like, mm-hmm. do I just like let more messes develop? And is there a way like, well, you're in the questioning mind right now. Yeah. So I I, I'm starting to pay attention to the energy of kind of what, when you're talking what's the energy behind it? And if it's doubt or questioning or analyzing, there's never any answers there. So I, it was funny. I was getting really frustrated because I love to write and I've been doing, you know, I've written one book that now I'm having to make changes to that I've been working on for 10 plus years. kind of crazy to say. And then I have another book that I've started. And then I, I came up with like another idea today, but I was sitting there and I just started thinking, well, now I'm like, why am I saying this right now? But I was just thinking about how, um, how some people are just in their creative expression and they're flowing with it and they're musicians and they're just writing music and they're flowing with it and they're they're feeling good and they're confident they know this is the music they're supposed to be making and then um and then i started to feel kind of isolated and in this mindset of how come i'm uh stuck or whatever and and then i started to do this thing where i was paying attention to my energy in like this mindset. So that's all I was saying, just noticing the energy. And then I just kind of closed my eyes and I just started doing a gratitude thing. And I said, I'm just going to sit and type like free type without any, and I know the book, the creative way, which I haven't read, but I've heard a lot about the artist way, the artist way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) Which I recommended today. I recommended that book to someone someone. Interesting. At the The artist way. Yep. Yeah. I haven't read it, but I, I've heard that you get up in the morning and you just free write whatever is, you know, on your mind, you just kind of get it all out on paper. Yeah. It's called morning pages. It's the morning pages. Yeah. Okay. The morning pages. So I just decided just to sit and just free write because I was in one of those moods and I just, it was interesting because what came out was more me just, um, almost reminding myself just to be grateful to be present and I just was appreciating like the sun shining and the and as I was writing it and just thankful for all these different things around me and then thankful for um the simple like the simplicity of life and just the gentleness and the children because I'm a teacher and the children at work and then the gentleness that I can offer myself I started to feel that gentleness and then mm. I just started to feel really good and peaceful so Aww. I just keep thinking about the energy and it's it doesn't always have to be that we're productive out in the world um in that way where we feel it it just I think it's just about the energy that we're allowing ourselves to spend time in. That's kind of a gift. It's a gift to ourself, right? Like the bubble right. you're creating for yourself, that's a gift to you because even if even if you are the most successful, you have whatever, everything you want creatively and all those fears are kind of taken down you still are a mom with kids that want your attention and you still want to eat meals and you want to sleep and you want to meditate and you want to keep your house a certain way and change your house. And you know, like those things about like living are still there Yeah, and that busy life. life. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's always a gift, I think, to kind of remember like your bubble and like, maybe, maybe I'm going to work on creating my bubble too. Yeah, Again, I'm not a teacher. I'm just I'm just rambling right now. <laughs> We're, yeah, neither of us are teachers. We're I don't, certainly yeah. not experts. We, more than anything, we would like to consider ourselves very curious beings <laughs> that are open-minded. And, yeah. you know, maybe we don't know everything. That's for sure. But we want to share our journey as we're discovering yes. things and where we are now. 
We certainly weren't here 10 years ago and we won't be here 10 years from now. Like it's just always changing and we're discovering and we forget stuff that we've discovered and then we remember it again or we Mm -hmm. discover it and look at it in a different light. It's yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, wait, so you want to know my synchronicity today? Yeah. You have them too? Yeah. So when I was writing, I, when I did my free stream of thought writing, I just wrote about how, um, how my eldest, very sweet child, just kidding. He's a teenager (laughs) and really challenging right now. And sometimes he's really sweet. Sometimes he says really things that are like really honest. Yeah. And that whole thing about what did, what did you say? Like avoiding. So he, he made this comment. He knows I, I, I want to write. I, 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 my favorite thing is writing and I have this dream of being a published author one day. And he made this comment about that. I, I don't, I'm like, you're not, you don't do anything. You just, you're just drifting. He was like, you don't like my energy. I know he's talking about my energy because he's got that, like, just do it. Just get it done. Just, you want to like the off (laughs) this house, this office that mom and dad had with this horrible green colored paint when I bought the house. And I, uh, I, I, in the shelf that they left me with even yeah. the mug with the pens in it. I got the mug too. I got the shelf. I got the mug with the pens. Oh my gosh. They I left got... the mug and the pens. I know the mug exactly that... what you're talking about. I vividly know the mug. Wow. Yes, the mug. I think it was definitely dad's mug. And What did you do I... with the mug? <laughs> the mug ended up breaking. <gasps> what? Seriously. Of yeah, I don't it know did. if it fell or whatever. And I was like, oh, well, they didn't want it. I just threw it away. Oh my gosh. Isn't that, that's symbolic to me. I mean, maybe I'm reading into things, but that's what we do. Hey, people, we read into things because if you don't, you're going to be dead and life's over. (laughs) Yeah. So I, yeah, for sure. So that office, I, it was not doing anything for anyone. We weren't putting anything in there except for kind of like the stuff and you shut the door and you don't want to look at it stuff. And so my son was just like, just do something. He's like, just do it right now. Let's go get a screwdriver. Where's the screwdriver? And he just started taking the shelf off. He just unscrewed all the shelf. He's like, move all the stuff out to the garage. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, all of a sudden wow. I'm like, okay, I'm moving, I'm moving stuff out of the garage. And then, and then I, and then I just went and got, I had an extra can of this neutral, like gray paint that I, and I just went and got it. And I just started, I just started spackling, sanding, painting, trimming. And before I knew it, the office was done and it turned, wow. I turned it into a mud room and it's so much better now, but he has this energy. That's like, just do it now. Just do it. Don't wait. And, and so he made this comment about me just drifting. And so I was in my, in my writing today, I was just writing about, um, about drifting. And then I had this I, I remembered this quote or something I'd read a few times where it was like, if you're alive, you can't just sit back and not make a decision. Like you can't just, because even if you're sitting back and not making a decision, um, life is still happening. And whether you do something or not, like someone else is either going to make the decision for you or something's going to happen. That's going to make something happen for you. Or if you're choosing not to do something, that's still a decision. It's like, it, and and then I and then I just was commenting on how, um, <laughs> you know, can I can I be um, kind of adrift and kind of free freely floating through life and just going with the flow and also making decisions and how to how, like I don't know I just kind of was in that space and then I just happened to open. You know, one of my, um, I opened up Facebook and I looked at uh, this band, Rising <laughs> Appalachia. No, you seriously, it's kind of funny. Yeah, this is my coincidence. But um, she posted, um, and this girl like always posts music, not really inspiring quotes. And she just said, I just had to post this um, today because I read this quote and it said, if you aren't making a decision that's still a decision. And if you don't decide to change, then that's a decision not to change. And Mm. she said, I read this quote and I don't know if I'm quoting exactly, but she said, and I just realized that all the times that I've 
really like grown in my life. I've been bold and I've had, to, I like, I know that I, there's a change to be made and I make the change and oh I do gosh. it. And this it was so just powerful. like me. Yeah. Uh, just thinking wow. about like drifting and can you just drift? But really you, yeah, you, yeah, you gotta make it. You, if you're not doing anything, you're not, that's a decision. You're deciding right. to be stagnant. So you're actively I'm, deciding. I'm actively stagnant. deciding yeah. not to write or not to finish a book or not to podcast yeah. or not to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I'm, actively deciding to be avoiding. We are deciding yeah. to avoid. and Which is funny. probably an energy. That's probably yeah. like there's an energy behind that. That we're, yeah. it's like a loop Everything. energy. If we were to like tune into that energy. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's so powerful. I love that quote. It was like, it just like hit me, wham, like an aha. Because when you were talking about, well, can I just drift and then, you know, still make these decisions? And it, it had that, <laughs> Be like, in what the you flow. talked about. But like, it had that energy that you talked about earlier with me when I was like, but can I just, you know, still be in the flow and move around in life doing these things. And it was like that same feeling of like, there's no answer for that. Like that feels like that, you know, quizzical place or whatever you said, questioning. And I started feeling that with that with you. And then, but lucky you, oh. you opened Facebook and you're given the answer. <laughs> still, <laughs> somebody was looking out for you, River. They were like, I'm going to communicate with you through Facebook. <laughs> I mean, it was it was the first thing that popped open right after I wrote it. That's the only reason it felt like a coincidence. I was writing, oh, I was writing, and I just took a break, and it was the very first thing. And I don't like to stay on social media very long, Mm-mm. so I just uh, popped looked off. at it, You're like, that's and then good. I and then I jumped <laughs> off. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. that's really interesting. I'm just gonna sit with this for a minute. You were like a thief in the night. You like ran in, grabbed the gold and jumped (laughs) off the ship. (laughs) You're like, I got it. I got my gold. See you guys. You can stay on here on Facebook for the next hour. (laughs) I'm out. I'm off the Facebook ship. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But I do, it it does feel a little bit. I also feel Hmm. this like, um, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm supposed to be waiting and I, like, for example, being in this house, I've been in this house that I got from mom and dad and I'm wanting to move and wanting to kind of have a space that really feels like mine, but then realizing I haven't brought a lot of gratitude to, to this house and like it being a gift and, and all the space that it, you know, gives me and the kids. And then, and then also wanting to look at houses for sale and wondering if I can afford them. And then, not knowing it's, it's, it's kind of, I can be a little bit like questioning myself a lot. And then even when I'm feeling spirited, not knowing, and I don't, I don't know if it's just like the overall energy I'm in right now, you know, I think going that's from, human nature though. I mean, I yeah. feel like I hear this from people all the time. Like I just need to move out of this or I need a new job. It's like, is it that unsettled the grass is always greener, which I also was reading in Brene Brown's book, which was very interesting. She made this comment that like, if you literally were to stand up, she, I, I forget where she read this, but it was like somebody, I don't know if it was like a physics, a physicist's like um, study or something, but it was like some kind of official person, some kind of scientist was like, if you literally stood up at your fence and looked over into your neighbor's yard, it actually would look greener than yours, even if your grass was the same color. It's like an interesting phenomenon that the neighbor's grass will always look greener than yours if they're the same color, that we as humans, and this is a different topic, sort of, that the comparison, she wrote that humans, um, we're not actively comparing ourselves to others like the comparison trap and the envy and jealousy that happens to humans they have found through studies that that's happening to you but it's your reaction to it that matters and your observation of your emotions when you find yourself in that space and maybe it's the same thing for you know 
comparing your life to a better version of your life. Like, is that any different? Mm. Like, could I be living this better version or in this other house? Is that still like Mm. the idea of um, feeling this competitive nature with yourself? Oh, that's really interesting. And she didn't even talk about that. This is just coming out of me. I don't know like what it means, but I do like that. Yeah that symbolism you're making to the comparison of you with your better life, which is like the house that you want (laughs) that Mm -hmm. you see on the The market that you want, because it is, it's like this illusion. It's this other person. It's like this other part of version of you. So it isn't a real, it's not the real you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's always that quote that people say that once you get that next thing, it's like, you, you don't care about it anymore. So mm-hmm. it's, it's so important. It's so important. You want it so bad. And then, and then you go and get it. And the minute you get it, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. It's not, right. it doesn't hold the same weight anymore. As that fantasy idea. Yeah. Unless, I mean, unless there's so much gratitude. I mean, I had so much gratitude when I had my children. I wouldn't say I, that was like that for me. Like I had, I, I remember just feeling so grateful when they were little and just, you know, feeling like they were right. a gift and really appreciating that and knowing that, you know, some people have a harder time having children or they don't have children and just, well, um, yeah, ch- I think that's your children are whole, that's like, they're, that's a being, I don't know I, if you I can think someone like a was, new car. I, I think, yeah, I think someone was saying more about the things that you buy, like the materialistic right. stuff. So if you, right. even if you get like a nicer car, a nicer house, I don't know. Yeah. Is, it, it's interesting. It is because I was so excited for this home and I'm still, I'm, it doesn't mean I'm not grateful for it because I am, but there is this feeling of like, well, what's the next house? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like such a disease to be trapped in that. And, um, I constantly have to remind myself to be grateful for this house because I am, I am so mm-hmm. grateful for this house, but why is it so hard to just like settle in that? You know, yeah, and then someone's. I remember someone comparing the ego to being a ghost. I think it was Adi Ashanti. Mm. He was saying the ego is like a ghost, it's just insatiable. You just keep giving it and giving it and giving it, and it'll never be content. It's just like a hungry ghost. Ugh. Yeah, I think it was Adi Ashanti that might have that wrong. Oh, not, I'm not quoting him, but I, I've right. and I think a few different spiritual people, teachers said that. <laughs> I've heard but that it, in it other is, ways, yeah. but the ghost term is a really good like mm-hmm. uh, image to use because it is, it's just like this, it, there's no substance, there's no form. It just, it swallows it and then it goes nowhere. It's like, it's just never going to settle. Wow. I always, I feel like we talked about some really, um, really good stuff. I mean, I really like some of the stuff that you were saying earlier, those quotes. I can go back and listen to this recording myself again. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's the drones. Do you still have drones? I was just going to say, I just saw another drone. So before we started recording, it's, it's, (laughs) It's a it was eleven o'clock at night when we started talking, and it's dark out. And for and last night I saw a drone, and I I am uh, I haven't put curtains or blinds on my windows because I mean I haven't had the house that long, and I know it's your bedroom, but I I just don't get changed in my bedroom. I go in the bathroom or whatever, and um, it, it is bizarre. I should have curtains. <laughs> it's really bizarre, <laughs> but. You know, whatever. So yesterday I was telling Annie that a drone went by my window, probably like eight to 10 feet away from my window at window level with its lights like going. And it was like a big, it was a big fancy drone. And I was laying in my bed and I had my flashlight on and I literally (laughs) turned the flashlight off. And and (laughs) it was like, I felt like I was being spied on by I didn't know who. And I, I just turned my flashlight on and like, did not move under my covers. I did You're not like a want child. to be seen. I did, oh I did not like the way it felt. I was like, this is so weird. I'm in my own house, in my own bed, and I feel like I'm being spied on. And then tonight when I was talking to Annie. So the, creepy. This the is drone, so creepy. This huge drone again went 
but it went like kind of over my house and then down and dropped down kind of, but it was going a little fast and it didn't look like it was going by my window like last night. And then when I was talking to her, a drone came straight at my window, literally like the the, the headlight for the drone. And it was huge. It was a huge drone. It looked like a mini airplane and the light was so bright. It was right at eye level, right towards me. And then it went up above my house, like right after it got to my window and it was not going as fast. And I definitely felt like it was staring right at me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is so weird. And it's, and you said there's different, so there's different drones. It's not one. It's not like the neighbor's kid has a drone and he's flying it around. It's multiple types. Yeah. It feels like it's, it it feels like it was two different drones, maybe not more than that. And I know two of my neighbors have drones. I know my one neighbor has a drone that's really big and nice. And I know my other neighbor has a drone, but I don't know if they're that big and that nice. I'm really starting to wonder. So the name is, hmm, these are adults that have the drones? Yeah, one one is like a family. And I, I think he, like his wife told me that he likes play. you know, he's got this drone and, and I, I wouldn't feel any way if it was him, but it doesn't feel like it's him. I just, it's too late at night and it, it just feels weird. It is weird. It, and so I said, let's Google it because I don't ever know what to do other than Google things. Google is like my, no, that's not true. I'm not that ignorant, but mostly out of fun, I say, let's Google it. And when Google fills things in quickly, you know, it's Googled a lot. And this says, so I started Googling, I started typing drones outside and it filled in my house at night. So people are Googling this. A Mm -hmm. a lot of people, drones flying outside my house at night, over my house at night. It's like, can you, what's this? Can you destroy a drone flying over your property? Well, that's what I said to you. I, I, I actually said to you, I wanted to get a net and catch it in a net. Oh my God. Can I shoot a drone over my property? Oh my goodness. Yeah, because other, other people probably don't like it. I mean, humans wow. like, well, there is a human right to yeah. privacy. It is. And it feels invasive. It is invasive. So it especially does Especially at if, night. Especially yeah. at night. If anybody's having this problem, it says that it depends on your county or country or state, but if it's flying on your private property and, well, we don't know if it's recording you, regardless of that, you don't know. So you, without your consent, you can call the police. It's a violation of your privacy. So um, I don't hesitate to call the police. But then how do you identify it? You could take a picture of it. But then how would anybody know whose drone it was unless the police came while it was still flying around? Well, and I don't think... And they go so fast. Yeah. These big, nice ones, they literally are cruising around like a mini airplane. Right. It's it's not something that can be easily like connected to a person, and that's annoying. So mm-hmm. um, I think just reporting it, though. And But if they get multiple calls, maybe that's something mm-hmm. that they can like go around and investigate. I don't know. Beats me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's that's how we're going to have a funny end to our podcast i guess for yeah. today because that is a little bizarre and i don't even know the yeah. mystery of who is flying it are they recording and are they looking in my window because it really felt like they were heading straight for my window and going straight by my window and i don't have curtains this feels like a <laughs> sci-fi movie the mystery of the drones I'm telling you, tomorrow I'm going to go get, I've been wanting bamboo shades. I'm going to go get bamboo shades. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Actually, I love bamboo shades. Go get yourself some shades. You deserve some privacy. (laughs) And I definitely deserve privacy. (laughs) Weirdo. I mean, so weird. Oh my gosh. It's just whatever. Let's just hope Mm -hmm. it's just a kid messing around and doesn't know what mm-hmm. they're doing so mm-hmm. yeah that's a good way to end it but this was a fun chat yeah so our takeaways for today are that i'm taking away number one is pay attention to synchronicities number two remember that you are your golden self in spirit and oh. i like that the golden energy because gold yeah. feels it feels like a very like spirited vibration. Yeah. And uh, number three is 
that um, the energy behind what you're saying and what you're feeling is the most important thing, no matter where you go in your life or what you do or what you accomplish or who you are, the most important thing is the energy. So um, it doesn't matter like what's happening in your life or how creative you are, what your output is. If, if you can come back to a feeling of, um, your own spirit, your feeling of, uh, for me, it's like something that feels, uh, resonant with a higher self, like version of myself, which would be, I was saying gentleness, but it could be thankfulness, gratitude, or anything that feels really, really, um, good when you're alone. I keep thinking about that feeling of being alone and finding that um, sense of self and wholeness coming back to yourself and just really enjoying your own presence. Right. Yeah. Yes. And any other takeaways? What was the quote? The quote that you saw on Facebook? Oh, the quote was something like, if you don't, if you're not making a decision, that's a decision. Right. So making a change that's a decision to not change when you're actively being passive (laughs) here here i can look up the exact quote yes i feel like the quote was really good and doing morning pages like the artist's way which aren't necessarily meant to be beautiful poetic writing which some stuff can come out of it that's beautiful but really the morning pages or journaling is supposed to be a mind dump to help clear you to clear your conscience. So you can be more open for -hmm. creativity and to receive. I mean, I I just highly recommend the book if you're in a, if you're blocked or stumped or want to realign with yourself, realigning with yourself in whatever ways, like how can you realign? If it's not hypnotherapy, go watch office space. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to put that on my to-do list for sure. It's it's such, like, it's just a funny, easy movie. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. I can't find the quote right now, but that was the gist of it. I should have shared it to my page. It's okay. We got the gist of it. It's not coming through, but it was definitely something like that. And um, yeah, it was something simple like that. If If you decide not to do something, that's also a decision. And if it's, if it's not moving towards something you want to do that requires you to be bold and step out of your comfort zone and really follow your spirit, then that's a decision you're making, which affects your life. So, and this, I love this band and this musician, and she's obviously stepped out of her comfort zone a lot. And that that's when she says she always is grateful that she did it. She's always grateful when she was bold and she followed through on those, um, scary, but spirited, moves in life and the fear the idea of these fearful things is always worse than the fear it's i mean i shouldn't say always but i mean typically the fear itself is scarier than the actual thing you're doing and um i've been facing some fears and i i get through it and i'm like i can't believe how scared i was to do that thing like just doing the book club today i was really nervous about and i'm so glad that i did it yay so yeah, just moving through. Grandpa always said, just do something. If just mm-hmm. keep moving, like just do something and you can always correct yourself if you make a decision. Wait, and if people are asking why, wait, why you're scared of a book club, it was because it was like a f- for photographers, right? It was for photographers was- and um, with people, some photographers that I really look up to. So I guess I was kind of, you know, sometimes you're nervous when there's somebody that you kind of idolize. And I even told her, I said, I don't think it's good for either of us if I put you on a pedestal. But I I did find myself doing that with her. So oh, that's I just told her I was inspired by her. And I noticed the nerves that I had. And it is it is so interesting. But she's just human. But it, was, she's it human. wasn't just a normal book club. It was a kind of a special not a special one but a it was a, it was an important group that you wanted to join that's why it was a little nerve-wracking and right. a quote about right a quote yeah something that one of my mentors told me my spiritual mentors about if you put anyone on a pedestal they have nowhere to go but down right 
And that's so what I was feeling. I didn't want to put her there. Yeah. Keep, keep people equal with you so yes. that they can't fall because it's not fair to them if they're going to fall. Oh, I never thought right. of it that way, actually. And it really humbled wow. me. So wow. I, have, I, yeah, because this person, actually, I said, I really like admired her. And this was one of my spiritual teachers. And she said, please don't put me on a pedestal because then I have nowhere to go but down. She uh, said, yeah, you told equal. me this. Yeah. We're equal, yes. we're equal, we're think- equal. And she said, I admire you too. And I, 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 we, we're always equal. What you see in me is what's reflected in you. And we're both the same. We, you know, we all have different lessons to learn, but we're all this, you know, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And it was, you told me this yeah. years ago. And then I had the yoga teachers saying the same thing at yoga training. Like, you know, we're just like you were on the same level. Don't put us on a pedestal. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not good for us either. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways. But it was good that you admitted that. And I think that was great that you just admitted that on the podcast that you were a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I think that was really humble. Yeah. This, this woman here that I, it was totally inspired by that I met on a photo shoot a year ago. I want to say her name. She's the most interesting name. She probably wouldn't care, but she says to do something that terrifies you every day. And she totally supports Embodied women. that. <laughs> yeah. She supports women and women like embracing their like power is the right word. I don't know, but she, yeah, she's incredible. And I, I I've held that with me through all of this. Like, do something wow. that scares you. Just move through the fear. Just keep moving yeah. through the fear. And I feel yeah. so happy when I'm like, okay, I did something scary today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something that you you know is aligned with your heart. Right. Something scary, but yeah, in not, a good way, right? Yeah, in a good way. Not like I think jumping in a pool of sharks. But <laughs> <laughs> going on, but going onto a call with a book club that I was excited to be a part of and a little nervous because I was excited to be a part of that community that I look up to and admire. Yeah. Yay. That's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. Thanks. Oh, we dragged out the end of our podcast, but we have our takeaways. Yeah. And we're so happy that everyone joined us today. And is there anything else you want to add? Just what is the like and subscribe? Yeah, yeah. Make sure that if you want to follow us, just yeah, um, like our podcast or subscribe to our podcast, and um, sure like it too if we're posting on social media. That would be awesome. <laughs> yes, <laughs> come find us. We will have a page, and uh, just yeah, we're glad you're here, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Yep. All right. Bye.